When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Hey, Bobby Manning here. Welcome to The Garden Report. The Celtics in trouble already in this series. 119-115, they lose to the Sixers after holding a 12-point lead midway through the game. A four-point lead with three minutes to go, and we'll pick it up there, Joe Sway. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Steele sends Brown out in transition. He has an open lane to the basket. Four, six-point lead, maybe even a seven-point lead if they got a three-point play bit there, but they back it out. Uh, Jalen Brown had this to say about the play afterward. About two minutes left, you got out in transition. I think you guys were four at the time, and you pulled it back out. Were you guys trying to drain clock in that spot, or were you just trying to set up a play? No. I mean, you know, I wanted to push the pace, but, you know, if you're not running, you know, you got to make sure you take care of the basketball. I could have made the play in transition there, but if I don't have any outlets, nobody's running, then it's, it's a bad possession. So you always want to make sure your guys is running with you. And right there, I just felt like I was running by myself. So Brogdon ends up missing a mid-range run. Tatum misses the follow, and Tyrese Maxey goes back and hits a three-point play the other way. James Harden ends up hitting a game-winning three above the break several possessions later. And the Celtics collapsed again in crunch time. We'll break down all the possessions that went wrong there, but that first one really sticks out to me after the game. Slowing down, breaking down, and then... Losing Maxi in transition the other way. Yeah, I mean, but that was sort of what they were destined to do, I feel like, right? Especially when they were, in terms of their spacing and, and capitalizing off the Celtics' missed shots. I mean, that's the part of the of the Philadelphia 76ers. That was the whole game plan. You stick around with the Celtics, you put yourself in a position to win, and then you go on that run. And they essentially went on that run. However, the Celtics just couldn't stop the bleeding. I, I felt like that's something that they had to fix. I mean, Philadelphia did a really good job, again, with the spacing and, and getting guys their open looks that had Celtics pretty much running all over the place in the sense of trying to stay on the same page. There was a lot of disconnect, I felt like, on defense with the Celtics. But down the stretch, they still had a chance to win this game, and it came down to offensive execution. And, and Philadelphia 76ers, whether it was the, the, the big stop down the stretch between uh, Marcus Smart trying to get the pass to Tatum down low, whether it was the, the, the Malcolm Brogdon turn, turnovers was a big one too, especially in the second half. Um, that was probably the biggest one in the sense of Malcolm Brogdon just giving these guys a layup, and all of a sudden you're down by two points with only, what, eight seconds to go. The visual is bad too. They're all standing there after the turnover, after yeah. the shot clock. Right, they all right. said well, they, they thought, thought it the, went the, off. They thought it was the dead ball. They thought the, the play was over and that the Philly had uh, you know, regained possession, but instead they had themselves a, a breakaway layup. Yeah, and the last play you mentioned, weird to me. How's Tatum not expecting a pass there yeah. in the back baseline? Kind of bounces off of them. They turn it over in that spot, and that's the game there. They collapsed so fast in this one. Had game five vibes against the Hawks. I said that on post game with the Harden game winner, which he has Horford switched out to the perimeter on. Defensive and offensive concerns marked this game. The defensive disaster, though, Malcolm Brogdon afterwards said he thought they doubled too much. Harden goes for 45. Hard to blame Missoula for throwing some doubles out there and asked who sent those doubles. He backed off a little bit. He said, it's everybody. 
Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go. FanDuel.com slash Boston. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's a point at the coach, yeah. though. And there was some yeah. finger pointing after this game there to some degree. But you know what helped? You know what makes it better, Bobby? Uh, Joe sort of did the same. He, he tattled himself, right? He was like, man, I, I had them go out there and, and double twice, and it failed both times. So I think that was sort of his way of, of admitting that he did do something like that to, to try to slow him down, and it didn't work, and that it wasn't just all on his players, that he was the one calling that shot. So what stands out to you most from this one? Defense, not good throughout. They let guys step into open shots. I think you're concerned about Horford dropping against these guys. You're concerned about offensive rebounding. I thought Paul Reed made an impact there. And Philadelphia's pick and roll, frankly, took Robert Williams off the court. I thought they went on their best stretch with Rob out there against the second unit. But whenever Harden came back in, and he came in with about eight minutes to go, they had to take Rob off the court because I think they were concerned they were going to put him into some actions and he wasn't going to be able to handle it. I think these guys did their homework. I really do think that you know Doc Rivers and his coaching staff did a really good job of just essentially looking at what happened in the first round and the way the Celtics defended Trey Young. You know the drop the, the drop coverage, you know the, the trying to exploit the Celtics in ways that. James Harden could take advantage of, and I feel like that was the game plan going in, that Harden just had the green light to sort of obviously feel, get a good feel of the game, get other guys involved, which did a really good job of doing that, while also getting buckets. And I feel like when it came to the Celtics trying to defend him in double team, that's when the open looks came for guys like Tobias Harris and Maxi, and, and you know, those open three-point shots for Melton that really made a big difference in essentially keeping the Sixers close. I mean, the Celtics shot 60% going into half. They actually, they were still shooting 60% going into the fourth quarter, but they never built that huge lead. I mean, outside of that 12-point advantage that the, the Philadelphia 76ers were able to, to wipe out so quickly. That's the big warning sign. End of the second quarter, they're shooting 77%, yeah. about to go to halftime, and they're only up a possession or two. That's where you go, uh-oh. The defense isn't there. The rim protection's not there. You're giving up second-chance opportunities. And everyone across the board, we mentioned some disconnectedness in terms of what went wrong tonight in the post-game comments. They all said there wasn't enough forcefulness. Philly didn't feel them uh, from a defensive perspective for the Celtics. But in terms of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, it's my last thing I got on this game. Tatum scores nearly 40 points. Still felt like he wasn't good enough offensively. Slowed things down, trying to find those mismatches, not finishing aggressively in the lane, not drawing enough free throws. And on that first play, right out of that three-minute sequence, right after the three-point play, Smart got cutting back line, which was a great play that put him up four. He draws a double, almost gets the pass deflected, Tatum that is, and then ends up tossing a leaner at the shot clock. Another bad possession down the stretch along with all the others we mentioned. And then for Jalen, three shots after the first quarter where he went six yeah. to seven. Those that, that can't happen, especially when you consider what happened last series and how many of us were calling Jalen Brown the, the MVP of the Celtics yeah. throughout that series. I mean, that has to carry over into this one. Jalen is obviously an important part to the offense, and you can't just let him 
take the quarter off, so to speak, right? I mean, I, and I'm not saying that this is Jalen's fault, but the Celtics have to find a way to keep him involved, to keep these guys, you know, a constant threat between Tatum and Brown. I mean, that's the advantage that you have, essentially, when the opposing team's best player isn't in the mix. So you have to exploit those mismatches and do it in a way that the Philadelphia 76ers have to continue to fight to slow these guys down. I feel like, yes, you want to get the ball moving and you want to get guys their looks as well. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the fourth quarter or at least in the second half and you notice that someone like Jalen hasn't got that many shots off, draw a play to get him going. Draw a play for Tatum to get him to the free throw line. I mean, these are plays that I feel like going into game two, a lot of attention is going to be on Joe Mazzulla. The microscope is going to be under Joe Mazzulla for sure. Or he'll be under the microscope, rather. Um, when you go into that type of game, what kind of adjustments are you going to make? Because the last thing you ever want to be in is down 0-2, heading on the road, which would be the case for the Celtics if they do uh, drop another one here at TD Garden. I agree with that. We'll, we'll talk game two and the keys going forward for the rest of the series after this bad loss. Nothing good here tonight, though. Hot start. Defense doesn't carry with the offense for the Celtics here. And then the offense falls off a cliff late and costs them game one. Concerns about letting down with Joel Embiid out. That was another big conversation post-game. We'll talk about that and game two in our next video. Practice tomorrow. They need it. Celtics all access for coverage of that and all the post-game sound we talked about here on CLNS Media for Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning. Celtics now down one nothing in the series to Philadelphia. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com Boston and make every moment more on America's number one sportsbook. This edition of The Garden Report is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Visit athleticgreens.com garden for a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 